take a time machine back to before the world went to hell. Around the year 2000. The 80s and 90s were so rad. The movies, the music, the TV, the games. That's what I want to talk about. Like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. And continue the conversation on Facebook and Instagram. And if you're cool enough, join the show on Patreon for exclusive bonus content. And now... Less Than 2,000 with Adam Wentz and Chad Bischoff. Less Than 2,000. Now part of the HyperX Podcast Network. (laughs) So happy my dad is here. Dan Wentz, my dad, is our distinguished guest. Hello, Mr. Wentz. For today's topic, Top Gun. Hi, Chad. <laughs> There's so much behind that casual. Hi, Chad. There's like a million things maybe rushing through your mind of like the last I 40 can't years. I believe of I'm doing this. I'm going to send the two of you to Top Gun. <laughs> yes. Awesome. The, the opening on on the deck of the carrier is a ballet. And, and the director of photography uh, was um, Jeffrey Kimball. And the director of the movie was uh, Tony Scott. And I don't know if you know, Tony Scott was um, Ridley, Ridley Scott's brother. And, yeah. and uh, uh, Tony Scott's dead now. But anyway, that yes. scene, that opening scene is so beautifully choreographed in in the dawn uh uh on on the carrier it just i i I was just so struck with it i was pulled into it immediately this movie should have received i believe an oscar for nomination for best cinematography but i don't know that it was ever uh uh nominated for for any academy awards it was it was other it was Oh, it was, was it nominated for Academy Awards and it won one Academy Award for best song and it was Danger Zone. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> well, that that takes me to, to part two of the two things that really impressed me. This the musical soundtrack of this. I, I the songs suck, but <laughs> the the soundtrack is a character in this movie. And it's a character in this movie at the same level that the soundtrack in 2001 A Space Odyssey is a character and the soundtrack in Dune Part 1 is a character in that movie. That those movies, these three movies, it would be so much different if, if you did not have this particular soundtrack that went with them. I really think that um, Kenny Loggins' um, Danger Zone uh, sucks. Uh, that, that was, I believe, supposed <laughs> to be done by Ario. Danger Zone. <laughs> the, the, the song exactly. that got nominated, uh, won the, the Academy Award, uh, is the one that sucks. And then the other song that really irritates the hell out of me. <laughs> I know this uh, in, in the movie. Take my breath away. You, you, the way yes berlin berlin oh god oh man watch that that is 
maybe the worst '80s song yeah. in the whole. And there are a lot of bad '80s songs. Yes, really bad '80s songs. But that is up there in the top five for sure. The number so, one pop song it, of 1986, it, by the way. The number oh one God. song of '86. Uh, well, all right. Well, crap you, you can sells. See, uh, <laughs> you know, I, it, it, the, the, you know, grunge was coming, and you get crap like, you take my breath away. Oh no, no. <laughs> anyway, um, I think uh, you and I can the, agree on that, Mr. Wins. <laughs> well, well, good. I'm, I'm, I'm I, I am glad for that. Anyway, um, and and I'll just ramble on in another direction then. Uh, Jerry Bruckheimer, who is the, one of the two producers, uh, had a problem getting this movie made because I, th- I think it was Paramount mm-hmm. gave him a budget of $15 million. And in 1985, 86, $15 million, and it sounds like a lot of money, but it's not. Uh, Not for something like I, this, I, I think no, no, and and, and uh, you know, I I don't know with inflation what fifteen million dollars maybe it's a, maybe it's forty million dollars today, but Chad, you know, forty million dollars is not a blockbuster movie budget. No, no, I mean until you get to that fifty sixty million mark, that's what starts starts the blockbuster mm-hmm. movie budget. Now everybody knows where I get it. Show over. Dad has taken all the notes. He's covered everything. Thank you very much. Good night now. (laughs) Chad, I want to come back to you and ask you, does your film, you know, if it's just not working, just throw in a three-minute montage to some Kenny Loggins (laughs) playing with the boys of just oily men playing volley beach volleyball. You know, I have been <laughs> sitting here so wondering. Sweaty, oily men. Yes. <laughs> sweaty, and oily I, men. <laughs> thank you. I have been sitting here wondering. I'm like, something. something's missing in Daft State. And I've been trying <laughs> to figure out, that's it. Tony Scott himself referred to it as softcore porn. <laughs> Did he really? It's this, yes. It's just What's the point of his three minutes? And... and <laughs> I, and, and Bruckheimer has too. And when Tony Scott came on, he was actually fired three times during the making of this because he wasn't seeing eye to eye with Bruckheimer. And he, Tony Scott's original vision was this is Apocalypse Now or or like Das Boot. <clears throat> so something really gritty <clears throat> and dark and cerebral. And they're like, no, 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 no. It's a, it's a music video. That's what we want. And it took him a while to for that to click. And when it did, they were off and running. But you meant you kept referring to the opening sequence in the Dawn uh, takeoff stuff. Mm-hmm. He was actually fired for that because they didn't like all the slow motion moody stuff. Uh. And it turns out to be one of the best opening sequences. And then the plane takes off and mm-hmm. Danger Zone kicks in. And then, mm-hmm. then we're off to the races with a music video. What's, what's most fun video. for what's most fun about this show 
is being able to go back and talk about the things that we absolutely love, but then go into these types of conversations. Because so many people just, they spend their 10 bucks, they go to the theater, they spend their two hours, they eat popcorn, and then they go, well, that sucked, or that was cool, (laughs) and that's it. The same guy fired three different times on the same movie for the same purposes that some people love, and other people are going, no, no, get out. It's that's art, you know? Like, and and mm-hmm. nobody sees the underbelly of this, you know? But there's a lot of people with, you know, their hands in the decisions, and it can greatly affect how a movie or a, a, a you know, or a song or an album come out. And, and Tony Scott then went on to direct, as you mentioned, True Romance, uh, uh, Beverly Hills Cop 2. Crimson Tide, The Last Boy Scout. I mean, he went on to have an incredible Great career. Great movies. It just mm-hmm. launched launched by Top Gun. And he almost didn't mm-hmm. make it through production. <laughs> as far as a as far as a recruitment ad uh aspect of it, I think it works very well because it's got the heroism, it's got the, you know, the guy gets the girl. It's really it's just really really cool. What do oh, we think? and even the backseat guy, even the backseat guy, uh, you know, he he's got Meg Ryan for his wife. Yes, for God's sake, you yes. know. <laughs> yes, even the navigator or co-pilot gets mm-hmm. Meg Ryan, and she yeah. was she was so great. I mean, there's something she's only got well, three scenes, but she was so perfect and just has that it to her. This was years before. Well, Mary and that was her breakout role. She she had been in TV on oh some soap opera for for years, but she should have gotten nominated for the uh, oh best supporting supporting actress. Because, <laughs> I mean, you know, she she's that far I, down. I want to create it, a new category damn, called she, best day player, like the person who yeah, has there the you one go. day. The Academy goes to best day player. <laughs> Come on, honey, you big stud. Take me to home or take me take me to bed or leave me forever. Goose, you big stud. Take me home or you're going to lose me forever. That's the line. <laughs> oh, it's, it's so, that's awesome. The Hardcore Gaming 101 podcast is on a mission to rank the top games of all time. I like the idea that when Bruce Wayne gets angry, he switches to the Batman voice. Uh, Why do you have such a problem making Boomerang shaped like a bat? You mean like Batman? Not like Batman, just make it for me! Bruce Wayne, I can't even with this guy. It's a Herculean task, and I'd be lying if I said it hasn't taken a toll on our cognitive faculties. Most people would be happy to have a job during a global pandemic. (laughs) Dennis! Hardcore Gaming 101, twice a week, every week, right here on the HyperX Podcast Network. Make room for huge plays with the HyperX Alloy Origin 65 Mechanical Gaming Keyboard and the Pulsefire Haste Wireless Mouse. The Alloy Origin 65 has a functionally compact form factor, keeping the arrow keys while ditching the numpad and the F keys. The Pulsefire Haste is the lightest wireless mouse from HyperX, featuring a robust connection and the precision you need to click heads. The Alloy Origin 65 and Pulsefire Haste Wireless. A terrific twosome to keep your setup clean and clutter-free. Sequelcast 2 and Friends looks at movies and video games and franchises one movie and game at a time. Hosted by Matt Bradley Shergi, Thrasher, and Alex Miller. Been going since 2009 and we're part of the HyperX Podcast Network. 
this is something I, I have wondered about since 1986. When uh, uh, Iceman and uh, uh, Hollywood go up to to meet the two MIGs at, at the at the final battle seat. Okay, mm-hmm. and they find out it's not two MIGs, it's not four MIGs, six MIGs. Mm-hmm. Holy uh, Hollywood gets shot down, and then Iceman uh, 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 with, with a uh, missile takes out one of the MIGs, and then he gets shot up, loses an engine. Uh, the uh, they, they uh, uh, launch Maverick finally. Ready and, uh, well, they launch Maverick, and he uh, he takes out three of the MiGs. So there are two left. He has no more missiles. He uh, it, 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 Maverick shot all four of his missiles. His his wings are bare, and he's he's got a partner who's only got one engine. And then they say, and the other two MiGs are bugging out. <laughs> Why would the other two MiGs not continue the fight? You've got an unarmed F-14. It, 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 it may have a machine gun, but it has no more missiles. And you've got another F-14 that's only got one engine. Why would you bug out? I, I don't get that. I, I just don't buy it. In the chaos Under the rules of, of a, engagement. In, in the chaos <laughs> of a, right? a dogfight... Are they able to necessarily see as fast as they're going and flying around? Are they able to just see? Hey, there's no more missiles what, on that one. What? Well, you can you can count. I mean, you you, you know an F-14 only carries. <laughs> you know, you're counting how many they have. I mean, that's something the guy the guy in the rear is supposed to be doing. Mm. Hmm. No, remember the MIGs did not have a co-pilot. There were there were only one one. Uh, no, one. you're you're right. They're they're one seaters. They're they're F fives. Okay, yeah. One, one more thing. This is a bug bugs me thing about the movie. Maverick's signature move is, I'm going to put on the brakes. He's going to fly right by. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes. What does he do? He presses the handles forward. What that does is accelerates the F-14, not slow it down. It's just the reverse of what you do if you're trying to stall it. You would pull it toward you. And they do this twice. And it just drives me freaking crazy. This is why people don't trust Hollywood. This is where I got some of my cynicism. This is where I got some of my critical eye for everything. A lot <laughs> is becoming clear in this episode. Yes, the nit, the nitpicky, the the all. Of, and I remember, Dad, with this movie being one of my first memories of this, and then it would continue on as we would watch movies together. Your your uh, your constantly correcting things as the movie's going one of the one of the things that i very vividly remember from from the 80s is you you know they 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 
they they they shoot down three or four MIGs. They land. the The guys are recovered. Everybody's happy on the carrier, slapping each other on the back. Iceman and 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 Maverick have their moment. I remember you saying, "We would be at war. This would not be like this happy little. Oh, we're all. It's all behind us now. Like." You shot down enemy planes in their territory. Like, <laughs> we would be at war. <laughs> well, you're right. We would. <laughs> Val Kilmer was doing method acting, and he, and, he, and he intentionally kept himself separate from Tom because their characters were at odds with each other and competitive, and that they stayed in different places and didn't hang out. And, and if Tom would show up somewhere, Val Kilmer would leave, and it was just kind of always in character. Uh, the scene in the locker room that you're dangerous. Uh, (laughs) what do you know? Ice man. Uh, all, all that scene was almost entirely ad-libbed, uh, by Val Kilmer and, and the whole, uh, the, the scene where they're describing the inverted 4g drop Val goes ad-lib and apparently they, uh, yeah, uh, but they later became friends, and I heard that Tom Cruise insisted that Val Kilmer be in this new Top Gun Maverick movie. So they got oh, over it. Cool. Uh, there was some tragedy in this. Did you know that uh, someone died? A stunt pilot actually died. Arthur Everett Scholl was a renowned stunt pilot, and he died. During the making of the scene where Goose dies. Oh, wow. Oh, And they never found his plane, never found his body. Wait, what? How is that possible? And it's dead. The movie is dedicated to him. <laughs> at the very end of the, at the credits, it's dedicated to Arthur Scholl. Did you have any any issues with letting your your son and 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 your younger daughter than than me even watch a movie with uh they frequently use the word b- they say a- uh there's the love making scene there's the volleyball scene <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> what did you feel well, about you know did did I have stuff? problems uh with uh uh Oh, uh, no, I didn't. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you're like searching to justify the. <laughs> Dad, thank you for, for doing this. I noticed when on my rewatch that how many parallels that I had never noticed before between this and a few good men. It has Tom Cruise. It's about the Navy. He's living in sort of the specter of his father. Um, And it kind of, I kind of realized as I was watching it, how much being a a litigator, a trial lawyer is like being a fighter pilot. He says, you don't have time to think up there. You just have to act on instinct. Stuff is happening so fast and, and everything like that. And I, and I, um, I don't know. I just was like, wow, this is, this is a lot like a few good men. This, this could have been Caffey. Well, as I've rewatched it, I, I think of Caffey frequently, uh, in, 
you know, Tom Cruise as Kathy, as I'm watching it, it, there, there's just this intrusive image that comes into my mind during the, during rewatches of, of Top Gun. And I, and I wanted to uh, say, we have a lot of fun on the show. We, 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 we make a lot of jokes, but to have a, a and well, one thing and the female character in, in both movies, in a way outranks Tom Cruise's character definitely outranks him in, in a few good men mm-hmm. and this mm-hmm. civilian uh, from the Pentagon you know ha- has much higher clearance uh, than than uh, Maverick does you bringing that up gives me a second to avoid the emotional moment for just a couple more seconds because that's like <laughs> ah more notes and the the bit characters the the casting is incredible on this. I mean, you've got Anthony Edwards as Goose, who went on to be in ER forever, and he's so likable and just, <laughs> I mean, unbelievably uh, personable and just adds that layer of comedy. And gosh, when you know that he dies, it's kind of so obvious. When you, like with the movie conventions that we've had for 30, 40 years, it's like, he's the funny guy. He's the family man. He gets to see his wife and kids right before the scene he dies so it really has that extra punch but in that that dirty mustache he's got he's just (laughs) anthony edwards is so good at this you mentioned tom scarrett who was really the only guy that had done much before uh, this michael ironsides who was you know jester uh who went on to be the the mean looking bad guy and and just about everything or that character actor and things like well, Total Recall and Starship yeah. Troopers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Tim Robbins is Merlin. I didn't know that Tim Robbins was in this movie until I rewatched it. This this launched mm-hmm. so many people's careers. We already talked about Med- Meg Ryan. Kelly McGillis never really did anything again after this. Nothing of note. It kind of ruined her life in many ways. It broke up the band Berlin. Berlin was not happy. The you know they were a partnership and the the singer's like i want to do this and the songwriter's like we don't do other people's stuff and a love ballad and everything like that but chad you'll love james tolkien not uh uh, you know jrr tolkien james tolkien the principal from back to the future too with his bald head and the cigars (laughs) and just the yelling in your face and they i realized as great as his performance was his character is pure exposition (laughs) <laughs> yes his job is to just get you from point a to point b and be like what we're under attack oh you're going to top gun and and, and all this stuff but everything mm-hmm. actors hate <laughs> <laughs> what, what even the even the bit parts were just incredible and these people went on to be some of the biggest stars of the late 80s and 90s mm-hmm. oh, okay yeah. i guess i can't avoid the emotional stuff yeah i want you to get emotional <laughs> well, <laughs> talked about a few, just thinking about a few good men and and the in the 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 prominent dad and following in the footsteps and all this stuff you know i made lots of jokes on the show before about how i became a lawyer because of a few good men and night court really night court and a few good men <laughs> but the you know the reality of the situation is you were my biggest inspiration for my career and following in your footsteps and and um you know having big shoes to uh live up to in a in a you know for for so many years you're you're dan wince's son aren't you 
is Dan your father and, and all of this stuff? He's a really brilliant guy and all this. So I, um, you know, there's this moment where who who are you talking about <laughs> my my you don't want to claim you don't want to stake this claim huh <laughs> that that and it took me it took me uh i'm still it's something i still work on but it's it's one of those things where you know kathy and maverick both have to become who they are instead of just you know mm-hmm. l- trying to live up to the reputation of their father um but in the in the, in the same way in so doing that you know honoring you and 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 i can't i can't be you um i i'll never be as smart as you um but there's there's other things that i can do to be i hope as good as you or at least not embarrass you and you know as i'm as i'm getting ready to to move off but to, getting to your stuck your your explorer stuck on the union pacific tracks was you know, <laughs> a problem Oh so my great because we we talked about that with Chad's mom. We just See? talked about this. You heard me talk about on the show, ladies and gentlemen. When things start getting too real, I've got to jump to comedy and, and, and diffuse the real feels with some sort of joke. You again see where I get it. So I, I just wanted to say I love you, Dad. You're an inspiration. I'll always be your son. You'll always be my my father. I'm so proud to be your son and. Uh, I love you to death. Thank you for everything, especially being on the show. Well, thank you. Thank you. I, I really, really love you and appreciate it. Thank you. And I love you too, Chad. So great to see you. Thank you so much for humoring us and, and, and listening to our show and supporting us. Uh, it means a lot. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.